Welcome to another episode of New York City K-Pop Queens. I'm your co-host, Charity. And I'm your co-host, Emily. As always, we have a big show for you guys tonight. Monster X had a new album, and the Queendom knows how much we love Monster X. Very <laughs> excited about that. A new group, not to you guys probably, but to us, that we'll be talking about, AB6 had a mini album. And my favorite girl group, Mamamoo. I know Emily is not as big of a moo as I am, but <laughs> I'm very excited. Uh, Super M, Mtopia had a couple episodes. We'll obviously be talking about them. You guys know how much we love them too. BTS released concept photos. Big news this week, Mama nominations came out. So lots to talk about there. Obviously, Emily always gives you guys some news. And song of the week. Emily, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. How was your Halloween? You survived. Yay. I survived. (laughs) (laughs) I'm alive. The weekend in the woods was a lot of fun. A little bit spooky, but I survived it. So back and ready to record this week. How was your Halloween? It was good. I went to a friend's in the suburbs outside of the city because I wanted to be able to give out candy for trick-or-treaters and like 80 kids showed up. It was so cute. Wow, that's a lot. They had little little masks to go with their costumes Aww. and obviously all their parents <laughs> had masks on. Cute. But they all looked so cute and they were so happy. Oh my goodness. I loved it. That's so fun. Yeah. yeah. We hope you all had a lovely Halloween. Let's get into the poll results. Halloween. Last week, we did a lot of Halloween-themed conversations, and of course, our polls kind of centered around that. So I'm, as Charity said, we're mom babies. We're so excited for this <laughs> Monster X album and comeback. I'm diving in, Charity. Let's get to it this week. Poll results. So we asked all of you, in your life, Halloween costumes. Do you tend to go for cute and sweet, or do you go for something dark and naughty? Well, the queendom was split 44%. I know, 44% cute and sweet, 56% dark and naughty. So we have a cool fandom out there, a diverse fandom that goes all the different ways. I would love to have like a New York City, K-pop queens, queendom, Halloween party. Oh I'm sure God. that'd be great. That'd be so fun. <laughs> hey, fingers crossed for next year, everyone. Not making promises, but that'd be awesome. And then we kind of stayed with that. We talked about T by T, TXT reviewed their new mini album last week, and they had really pastel visuals, the colors and the costumes, and the whole vibe was very sweet cute, kind of pastel-y. So we talked about how maybe that's not our preferred aesthetic and we were wondering what you guys thought. So when it comes to your idols, do you really get excited for those comebacks with the pastel hair and the cute kind of look? Or would you rather have, you know, dark, sexy, black suits, that type of vibe? And not surprisingly, Charity, 100% of the queendom so they want dark and sexy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. There's, yes, there's a reason them. y'all. Yes, there's a reason y'all listen to us. <laughs> no shade with the pastel. I think sometimes that works really well and it can be refreshing. You need some variety in K-pop, just like you need variety in life. But y'all know that Charity and I tend to kind of go that way. 
that's more of our vibe. And it's amazing that you all answered the same. I have to say, I thought it was going to be split. That's exciting. Yeah. Well, it's funny because the Halloween costumes were split. So some of our queendom likes to be, you know, cute, sweet, but they still want their men dark and sexy. So it's good to know. I think that's very relatable. I get it. Then we had a third poll question. All right. I'm just going to go ahead and admit I did not even post this poll because (laughs) here's what happened. For those of you that missed last week's episode, we talked about our favorites, uh, Super M. They were on James Corden. And Charity said that Kai had blonde hair. I said, no, he didn't. He had gray hair. So anyways, I was looking at pictures to post for the poll and I was rewatching the performance and I realized that I maybe was wrong. Um, I think uh, it's hard for me to admit I'm struggling through this part of the show. Uh, I think it was maybe like a dark blonde. So I decided not to even pose the question because I could not stand behind my opinion and I was not going to take another loss to charity on something that I wasn't sure of. So that's why that poll did not show up. Everyone. You were right. Kai's hair was a, looked like a dark blonde. I don't know if it was. I, we were not backstage with them. It could have been gray backstage. I still think there's something to that. But in the performance, it did look blonde, a dark blonde, yeah, a dark murky, blonde. Yeah. ashy color. I don't know what color it was, but... I'm just going to say that you were probably right. And so I didn't, we didn't post a poll for that one. That's why. But thank you all so much for participating. Follow us, NYC K-Pop Queens. We follow back. We will talk to you. Let's have a conversation. And we always post polls. So please follow us. Please participate. And thank you, everyone, for participating every week. It's so fun to see what your vibe is and your opinions. And thank you for listening every week. Let's do some quick shout outs as we say... Most weeks, we can see where you're listening from. We see you out there, and we're so grateful. So shout out to Brooklyn, New York. Shout out Broadview Heights, Ohio, Las Vegas, Nevada, Budapest, Hungary, Johannesburg, South Africa. And we want to give a special shout out to Lydia in Tampa, Florida this week. Thank you so much for listening. We love you all. We appreciate you. And without further ado, let's get into this, Charity. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) monster x released a full-length album this week a comeback we've been waiting for it they've had a crazy year we'll talk about that more but the album's called fatal love the first single is called love killer charity give me your thoughts on the song the video i know you're bursting at the seams i am bursting (laughs) as i joked before when i learned the name of the album fatal love i was like well it's probably gonna kill me and how fitting that the first track is called Love Killer because, mm-hmm. again, they are murdering me. And I'm sure you mm-hmm. as well. I yeah. love the song. I love the video. I love the concept. Loved, loved, loved. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> they delivered exactly what I thought they would. They were true monster X, dark and sexy. Yes. Oh, the dancing, the vocals, the rapping. I can go on and on. I assume Mm -hmm. that you may feel similarly. (laughs) Yeah. No, what if I was like, I hated it. Actually, I hate, I hate everything about it. I hate the song. I hate the the music video. I can't even say that right now. I can't get the words out. My mouth is like 
do not betray yourself, Emily. <laughs> of course, I, I loved it. I think it's so, so good. That bass line is everything. <gasps> you give me that bass line in a song. I already love the song. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so, so, I love that bass line so much. It starts out and I'm like, here we go. The lyrics are great. I love the dysfunctional relationship, but that chemistry is on fire. You're never walking away from each other. The second you see each other, it's on. Love those lyrics. The costumes, black and red, very Monster X. Mm-hmm. Those suits, oh my goodness. You get the black suits, red suits. I thought the outfits were phenomenal. We talked about last week what an interesting concept it was that they were all playing characters from movies, kind of the bad guys. And I thought that worked really well. Jew Honey is such an actor. He really did embody the Joker. Obviously, I loved my bias, Young One, Tyler Durden, Fight Club. Very cool. I just thought the whole thing was like really, really well done. And the choreography, Mahansa X's choreography is so ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) Difficult, ridiculous, hard, They come with such power, but they also are kind of grounded in their hips. There's a vibe there. It's a really nice, nice combination. And I love the choreography for this. When Hyangwon's center and he's punching, oh, I cannot (laughs) handle it. So I could figure out like, you know, Juhani and Hyangwon and Kian and Minhyuk, but Shonu and Chang. I couldn't figure out who they portrayed, if anything. Yeah, I thought their outfits were a little harder to like discern. The ones you mentioned were all really obvious, but I looked on Twitter and there's some theories. I guess your man, they're saying he could be the guy from Kingsman. Mm, okay. Which could be. I don't know if that familiar was like a bad character. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with the way it looks and <laughs> the people in it, but I've got to be honest, I've never seen it. Me either. And then they're saying that I am could be from the hateful eight because the line he says at the very beginning got room for one more. Samuel mm. L. Jackson says when he's driving a car, okay. other people think he's Ryan Gosling from drive. So okay, That's those two, I'm, yeah, I'm not quite sure. I think the fight club, you know, Batman, Silas and the lambs, those were very clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, American psycho, very yeah. clear. Yeah. So the the other two, I'm not sure, but I still thought it was so cool. So just cool. Freaking good. What a cool song. I have to say, I love when Juhan, the end, when he's like hanging out of yeah. the car. <laughs> do I make uh, you anxious? You do, but in the best way, Juhan. <laughs> that like iconic scene uh, with Heath Ledger hanging out of the police yeah. car. It was just uh, very, very well done. And I think it's kind of an interesting play. For what he's been through the past year, mm-hmm. he starts off and ends. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I make you anxious? Ugh. Yes. No, love I it. loved it. it. It was, the video is so cinematic. They always have such good videos too. Yes, oh my goodness. They do. Love. Oh. I felt like this was really a comeback though to what made me fall in love with Monster mm-hmm. X. I, I didn't love Fantasia. I didn't, yeah. the concept was strong and I didn't like that music video. I thought it was pretty, for them, that yeah. was a weak it was weak. And I think that whole album didn't work as well. I want to say a huge, we'll get into the album, but I want to just congratulate them. Congratulations yeah. to Monster X because I feel like they're back to prime form with this album, with the concept, the whole thing. It just feels like the last year was very difficult yeah. and they have finally 
figured out who they are without Wanho and how it's going to look, how it's going to sound. And they're all really comfortable and confident in what they're doing. It it looks, this is, this is it, you know, this is their lane and they're killing it. I'm just really excited as a mom baby. Cause I think their the last comeback, I, that album wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. Yeah. The English album was good, but it was a different tone for Monster X. Yeah, it wasn't like, this is a Monster X album at all. No, it was a different tone. So this really feels to me like why I started standing them. Mm-hmm. And oh, I'm so excited. I'm so no, excited. I 1000% agree. Like when I was listening to the album, my thoughts were, this reminds me of when I fell in love with Monster X. That's mm-hmm. exactly what it reminded me of. And I feel like, the, for, like you said, the past year, since everything kind of went down, it, they just were lost yeah. and trying different avenues, you know, like figuring out maybe what they are without Wanho. But it's like, no, this is yes. who you are. And oh my gosh. Yes. And you guys uh, can all do it. You know, losing your center and one of your main vocalists is hard, but it's kind of, it's exciting that it's opened up opportunities for some of the other vocalists to yeah. have more lines. I mean, I love seeing Minyak kill it. I love seeing him get more. Mm-hmm. He definitely has gotten a lot more lines. I mean, Key's already such a great singer. He's oh, such yeah. a powerhouse always. But you see uh, Minyak get more lines. I Am is singing a lot more. I know. He's really grown so much just the past year doing that. Yeah. Obviously, Hyangwon is singing a little bit more. I'd still like him to have more lines because I think he's the only one that has that lower tone, although I am does at times get down there with him, but it's a different voice. But it's nice. It's nice to see how they've kind of navigated this and it works. Like you guys are, like you said, you're still Monster X. Yeah. Oh, it made me so happy. Oh my goodness. I know. I was a little bit nervous because I was so excited for this and it sucks when you're so excited and it's not you're like eh nah this is great love kill it such a cool song such a vibe let's talk about the rest of the album though this will be the difficult part favorite songs what stood out i have a feeling we're going to talk about every single song but on first listen what were the couple songs that you went ooh? so obviously there's a list people guess who oh oh my gosh so you guys can look up the lyrics. I recommend you do now that we especially know the queendom <laughs> is in the same mindset as we are. <laughs> it is so grown up, so sexy, oh. so just amazing in my book. I was here for it. <laughs> Juhan, call me X. Okay, sure. Sure. I'll call all of you X. Just, just so you know. <laughs> um, was, that's his part. I mean, preferably I'll be calling so new X, but Anyway, that okay. song, that song, I'll I'll skip over the rest of that song because you guys can listen to it without yes. getting myself in trouble. Um, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so another song I really liked was Nobody Else, which your man oh. wrote. Yes. I love oh that goodness. it was like sultry, but I also love the yes. violins. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. pretty. It's so good. Right? It's just, I mean, all the, I mean, there's so many I could talk about. I'm trying to keep it short just because I know you will want to talk about some. But then my last favorite, and this one kind of jumped out at me immediately because it was, even though it's like more of a ballad, it didn't sound so much like them. It, sorry, I'm not sorry. Uh, and to me, it amazing. reminded me of like a BG song. From the 70s. Interesting. Okay, yeah. Immediately, okay. the beginning, I, I, especially like Juhan's voice. 
I can see that. So yeah. Pretty. Oh, when he I goes just, in that like high falsetto. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I loved it. It's so, and mm-hmm. it, it's, it doesn't sound like this is a monster X song. It just, yeah, I liked that. I, and you know, you guys okay. know I love a good ballad, but I was not expecting them to do like kind of a 70s sounding ballad. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What yep. did you like? I'm dying to know. You still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You feel me? Loading them up on. It, it only takes structure. And, and, you know, just paying attention to the climate of the game. Yeah. Know what I mean? So do do your homies uh got a role in your in your little, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We all we all artists over here, man. I'm trying, oh, yeah, I'm trying to yeah. oh, yeah. I'm trying to get them on there. Yeah. We all artists, man. We go, you feel me? We're gonna have this like Bro, me and my man, like me and my man Kyle, we be like, I don't know, we play, we play with this <laughs> shit. Right with this I shit. gotta lie, we play with this shit right now for for. Oh, I gotta don't play lie. with it. Don't play with it. No. Take that shit serious. Okay, well, I love Love Killer. I really yeah. do like yeah, the first same. song. Yeah. I think it's it's really catchy, powerful. It's Monster X. So I could be cheesy and say the whole album. I won't, but the one that stood out to me on first listen, I liked Love Thriller. Mm -hmm. I thought the chorus was so, so good. I love how in that chorus it slows down and then it goes high. You know, that high note is really pretty. And I think Monster X plays with tempo change really seamlessly. They weave in and out of that so much in their songs. And that's kind of like a K-pop staple, how the tempo and the vibe will change a million times Mm -hmm. in one song. But they do it so well. And they mix these raw kind of rap vocals sometimes with really beautiful melodies and vocals. So that stood out to me with Love Thriller. I think that's a great song. Beast Mode is quintessential Monster X. It's powerful, loud, in your face, such a hyped song. That's the song I want to listen to when I work out. That's the song I want to listen to if I'm going to go get in a fight with someone. Like it's (laughs) beast mode, perfect Monster X, beast mode. And then I also think, sorry, I'm not sorry. It's just a gorgeous song. It Mm -hmm. kind of, I get the Bee Gees reference for sure. Mm -hmm. I wrote down, it's a little bit like Yacht Rock, 70s and 80s yacht rock yeah it definitely has that it's so smooth it's so pleasant to listen to i loved it i think it's really interesting i think it highlights them well it's not like something they always do yet it didn't feel out of place on this album so what a great album young one nobody else love i think gasoline is addictive it has a great chorus and i it's one of those songs that every time I listen to it, I like it more and more and more. And I keep going back. This is a really solid album and something interesting. I don't know if you, what your thoughts are on this, but I feel like this album tells a really chronological story of yes. a dysfunctional relationship. Totally Every song, yeah. they're, they're right. Mm-hmm. They're going in order. You know, you mentioned amazing lyrics of guess who <laughs> and then so that's kind of about passion a night of passion and then oh, the next that's a good way to put it i like that the yeah. next song yeah well <laughs> the next song is called is nobody else and to me that was very much the night after mm-hmm. it's very romantic and smooth and sexy and it just kind of the whole thing goes in order of this addictive passionate relationship mm-hmm. but also the ups and downs they're not in love anymore they're over it but 
they just hooked up again and now they're back in it and here are these feelings. And then to end it with, sorry, I'm not sorry, I'm done. That, that it's such a great kind of, I know I'm walking away. I'm never going to see you again. I'm finally pulling the trigger on this toxic relationship that's been so intoxicating. I can't get out of it, you know? And I think it's a really, it's really great for a K-pop album. I like albums that are cohesive. They don't have to tell a story like this, but I like albums that I feel like all the songs kind of, it's an album to listen to, not just single, single, single. And I feel like this is a great album. I mean, when I started reading the lyrics and realized this is a story. Yeah. Fatal Love even sounds like a movie, you know? It's really cool. Really, really cool. I'm I so just excited love for that them. they talk about such intense topics that yes. not a lot of groups would touch with the 10 foot pole. Let's because, just spell it out. Well, I other mean, groups aren't talking, no. like, they're not talking about sex. Other no, groups don't, yeah. K pop groups don't usually go there. It's a more mature subject matter. But it's a subject matter you hear in so many songs. But they so also many are older. Like, they are older. Totally. So it makes totally. sense that they would have more mature topics. Mm-hmm. And I just really appreciate that, I have to say. I really do. <laughs> we know Charity loves it. But I just think in general, yeah. it doesn't have to be sex, but like relationships. Yeah, just, just talking about it at all. Yeah. Because at a certain age... A lot of people have experienced something. So it feels weird when someone's in their late 20s and they're singing, you know, about, I don't know. Best friends and yeah, rainbows and butterflies. Exactly. Exactly. Like, I do like something that feels a little bit more mature and relatable. Yeah. And they it's just, just pulled authentic off so well. Because obviously you're mm-hmm. human. Obviously you're males in your late 20s. The jig is up. Exactly. You know? I, I, I believe you've hooked up with someone. I think it's probably <laughs> happened in your life. Like, call me crazy. I'm right? not going to start rumors. But uh, yeah, no, I think so too. And it feels more authentic. And, you know, there's those things that are universal, no matter how, where you're from, mm-hmm. what you look like. There's things that are universal. And that's like love, pain. I like to hear people sing about that because those are feelings that, we all can kind of relate to. You can relate to the highest of the highs and the lowest of the lows. And a lot of times that comes through relationships. So yeah, I'm happy to stay in a group that's very honest about that stuff and gives us content that feels a little more authentic around it. I love it. This album is everything I wanted. And I'm so, so proud of (laughs) Monsta. I seriously, I'm just so proud of them. They went through a lot. And here... Like I, again, Monster X is back. This is the album. This is really, really good. And I want to say too, like, you know, we reviewed Jew Honey recently, his mixtape, and it was really difficult. I'm still like, that changed my relationship as a fan to him, Mm -hmm. how I view him as an artist and as a person. I have such a soft spot for him more than I ever did. I'm rooting for him so hard. And to see him really look healthy and happy. It's just great when you watch the comeback special and watch all of this stuff. He looks like he's in a good place, and yeah. I'm really happy to see that. And and all the guys look like they're finally laughing again and yeah. kind of enjoying the work, which the vibe hasn't felt like that for a long time. So I'm really, really, really excited for them. Happy birthday, Minyuk. Minnie's Minnie's birthday was this past week, and thinking about, you know, last year on his birthday. I mean, what a difference. Right. So, 
Oh, last year was the worst around this time. <laughs> no, right. Oh my we're God. Like, we were oh. going through it. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Every like, day. Just so devastating. Like depressing. I just remember like trending hashtags every yeah. single day. We trended hashtags for Wanho and we were, you know, doing a lot, trying to get through. <laughs> it was really dramatic and awful. <laughs> it was so awful. So we all came through. Wanho's killing it and Monster X. This is what we want. This is it. Yeah. What a fantastic album. I mean, and you know, Juhani and I am write a lot. They write their raps. They're not K-pop rappers who just record. They're actual real rappers. And I thought on this album too, that there's a lot of growth with I am. We talked mm-hmm. about his voice. They've figured out how to do that Drake rap sing with him. Yes. That's yes. He brings that that Drake vibe so strong now and that's the lane he should be in kills it and it's such a great compliment to Honey's rapping style you have the aggressive you know quick don't know what he's gonna do a little crazy <laughs> yeah. and then you have the really smooth sexy vibe the drake guy they complement each other so well and they're both so talented but i am i just he's really coming into his own he's not the the baby of the group anymore, the shy guy. I feel like you've just seen him grow up and get more and more confident. And he is working on a solo album, so makes sense. I feel like when we saw the last concert that they seemed, and we talked about that, that they seemed more like themselves. And the Mm -hmm. fact that this album embodies how they are as a group and how they were on stage. It just, oh, yeah. it just makes me so happy. Like yeah. you guys, yeah. I mean, if you're a mom, baby, you have been through it. You must be so excited just like we are. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I just think like they have such an interesting group. I, everyone in this group really does bring something different to the table when you watch them. It's really, really cool because I don't think you have any members that are alike. Do you know what I mean? They're all none of them are different. They're all very different. They look different. They sound different. They have very different personalities, but they fit in this really specific K-pop world that Monsta X has kind of created mm-hmm. and carved out. And then let's be real. Monsta X has done stuff for years and gotten no credit. And then a very big group comes and does the same thing and it blows up. Yeah, We've all watched that. It's been frustrating <laughs> to watch, but... They're kind of innovators. Monsex doesn't get enough credit for how innovative they are in the world of music and K-pop. So hopefully with this album, they get the the respect that we feel they so richly deserve. I watched them reacting to the video today and it was so fun. I love watching groups react to their own video. They get really excited and compliment each other <laughs> yeah. and tease each other. Aww. It was really cute to watch. I love watching reaction videos in general and I loved watching that. So now I'm thinking to, and no pressure, but do, maybe we should react to videos. I don't know if the queendom is ready to see us, if they want to see us react to videos. <laughs> I don't know them. if they're, yeah, queendom, <laughs> do you want to see Charity and I on YouTube reacting to these videos or just stick to the podcast? We don't want to see you. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no thank you last thing i would have seen is these two uh, <laughs> oh my gosh but, they're gonna know we look like finally if they say yes 
Oh we my goodness, a big pictures. reveal. Yes, the big reveal, yeah. Queendom. You'll big I think reveal. they'll say yes just because they want to know what we look like. <laughs> because when I listen to podcasts, I'm always like, what do they look like? And I try to go down mm-hmm. a rabbit hole of finding their pictures. For <laughs> sure. No, for sure. I think a few have found personal Instagrams and things of that nature, but most of the Queendom has no clue who they're dealing with. <laughs> So I love it. it could be good or bad. I don't know. I'm a little scared to do it, but I do think <laughs> I personally love reaction videos. I love connecting with other fans watching it for the first time. So maybe we'll try it. We'll post a poll question. Let us know. Be honest. Let us know if you would watch or you want us to do that. <laughs> we wouldn't stop doing the podcast. Let's be clear. We would do both. Oh my goodness. Never, yeah. never. We're doing this forever. Yeah. The podcast is the biggest passion But I think that would be fun and we could figure out how to do it and we'll see. We might be doing that. We'll let you know, posting the poll to get your opinion. Yeah, Monstax, this is really a great piece of work. I'm super impressed. Yeah, I'm just proud. It's a good album. It's a good, good album. And I just, I love the concept of telling a story throughout the album, beginning to end. And that sorry, not sorry. Oof. Ooh, sorry, not sorry. I never want to see you again. Please don't sing that right. to me because I, I want know, to see you right? always. I feel like that's the way that they break up with someone. And I'd be sitting there like, he's so cool. Wow. Well, that sucks. Sucks for me because I still love this person. Uh, like, you're just so cool. Such a cool vibe. Monster, Monster X is really, really killing it. Congratulations. Hopefully we'll get to see you in concert next year. I know they're still planning on touring kind of early in the year in 2021. So who knows what's going to happen in the world and in the United States and everything else. But hopefully we get to see Monster X live and perform this album. Oof. I, will lose my I don't know if we can handle mind. it. Oh, yeah, it, it could be an embarrassing night for us. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. That might not go well. I don't know if we want to record ourselves there and show you guys. Watch me cry uh, when I see Showdown exactly. concert for the first time. The first and probably the last because he'll enlist next year. Ugh, don't even get me started. Don't even bring up the E-word. <laughs> I brought it up last week. In the middle of a happy conversation, I was like, well, Bacon's going to enlist. I'm right? sad. No, now I'm like, depressed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry, everyone. Again, if you haven't listened to it, if you're not a mom baby, give Monster X a chance. They're a really dynamic, cool group. The music is great. The vibe is mature, handsome men in suits doing powerful, amazing choreography. Give them a chance. They're great. They're great. They deserve so much love, so much success. I can't recommend them highly enough. I loved this album. But I think it's time that we move on to one of our favorite segments of the show, you know what it is. Charity, it's quiz time. Quiz time. Quiz time. <laughs> quiz time. We're taking a quiz. All right, sorry, Brian. I love I've had, that. I've had a lot of caffeine. I'm like, it's been a crazy couple days. I don't even know. I'm sorry. You're, we're going off the rails on this episode. We're doing a Monster X quiz. The quiz is called, which Monster X member are you most like? So which member are you most like? Not which one loves you, but which member are you most like? So, Charity, are you ready to play? I'm ready. Okay. And as always, we will post the link on our Twitter account. And of course, underneath the description of the podcast you're listening to right now, the BuzzFeed link for this quiz will be there. Play along with us. Let us know who you got. Okay, Charity, are you ready? First question, what's your favorite subject or what was your favorite subject in school? English, 
math, gym, music, history, science, drama, or art. Mine was always music. I was always in like choir or things like that. Yeah, I'm going back and forth here. Music, English, but I'm going to say drama. What are your plans on a typical Saturday night? Sleep, work out, attend a dance class, hang out with friends, get dinner with your family, practice an instrument, write poetry, or go see a film? Well, right now it's just like... Every night's the same. It's COVID. Yeah. It's watching Netflix, <laughs> eating oh. eating pasta, whatever. But um, that's not an option. So in normal times, I'm going to stay hang out with friends. Me too. Yeah, that's what I picked. How would your friends describe you? Quiet, sweet, passionate, shy, intelligent, hilarious, determined, or annoying? Uh, I think shy, especially when they first meet me. (laughs) I can see that. I would also say you're passionate and determined. Oh, thank you. But that's after you get to know me. And I know what yours would be. Well, it better not be annoying. When I saw that, I'm like, I hope people are like my friends think I'm annoying. Never. It's going to be hilarious. Yes, big time. I'm the funny friend. And also passionate and intelligent and determined. Yes. (laughs) Thank you. Um, (laughs) What are you afraid of? Spiders, heights, failure, everything, breaking a bone, nothing, cucumbers, or clowns? Clowns. I know the same. Like I, everything else I can kind of handle, but clowns creep me the F out. I just hate clowns. I wanted to say nothing and be really bold, but no. Clowns really scare me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to lie. Okay. What's your favorite food? Cheesecake, chips, ramen, pizza, salad, sushi, pork chops, or fried chicken? Pizza. That's what I said. Here's a typical question. What's your favorite (laughs) color? Blue, black, white. Red, purple, pink, gray, or green? Black. Obviously, I'm picking green. Yes. I think the queendom, I think our friends know <laughs> our, our answers by now. Okay. What's your favorite Monster X song? Hero, Alligator, Jealousy, Beautiful, Shootout, Drama Rama, Fighter, All In, Lost in the Dream, Play It Cool, Trespass, or Sweetheart. There's a lot. <laughs> Sorry. Shootout's definitely one of my top favorites. What do you pick? Me too. It's hard for me to um, – there's so many. I kind of, when I take these quizzes, yeah. go between Drama Rama and Shootout. But Shootout's what I'm feeling tonight, that video. Who is your bias? Shonu. Oh, this one. This is an old one because it still has Wanhu. Wanhu. Menyuk, oh. Kian, Hyungwon, Juhani, I am, or I love all of them. I do love all of them, but y'all know it's Hyungwon. <laughs> all right. Who are you most like? 
I got you, honey. <laughs> I, that kind of makes sense because yeah. I've been kind of vibing with him recently. I felt like I, I understood him, Kindred Spirits, on that solo album. It says, while you may seem cool and composed in your professional life, those close to you know just how charming and silly you become once work is over. Like Jew Honey, you can be found listening to music, writing songs, or playing video games to unwind after a long day. All that right. is you, because you yeah. definitely can be very serious, but you're super funny, and you love listening to music. Like, you listen to music way more than I do. All right. Like it's yeah. Like your no, thing. you're right. Yeah. It's my thing, for sure. Okay. I'll take it. I'm, I'm proud to be Jew Honey. Charity, who are you? I got Shonu. <gasps> which we've kind of always said that we have similar personalities. So I was not surprised. He's your alt bias. He he's, is. he's Jonu to you is like bacon to me. Very similar yes. personality. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it said like Shonu, you are the leader among your friend group. Though you may be a bit shy at first, once people get to know you, they quickly realize you are one of the kindest, funniest and hardest working people they know. All true. Oh my goodness, all true. This was a good, accurate oh, quiz. Too I funny. Can... Okay. I like this quiz. BuzzFeed, good job. Good job, guys. Accurate personality descriptions of Charity and I. Everyone, please take the quiz. We'll post it on Twitter, NYC, K-pop queens. Let us know who you got. That's my favorite part. And with that, Monster X, great job. Thank you for an amazing album. It's time to move on to another boy group. And this is one Charity mentioned that we haven't talked about, but I'm sure a lot of you are familiar. They had a comeback on the exact same day. We're talking about AB6. This was a group that debuted in May of 2019. They used to have five members, yeah. but Youngman left in June this year. So... That seems like that was kind of a big deal when I researched and watched older videos, listened to their older stuff. In a group of five, when somebody leaves, it well, definitely... the leader left, especially. Yeah. It impacts the dynamic quite a bit. And allegedly... And in... Oh, go ahead. What? Well, he was in um, duo with Donghoon. They were like a duo named MXM, and they had some success. And so he, they were around each other for quite a bit. They joined this group. Give us the tea, Charity. What happened? He left the group because he was caught drunk driving. Oh. That is what I read. Now, in the U.S., <laughs> that would be... I mean, it's not good. Let's be real. No, it's That's not, not good. good. But in the U.S., are you kidding me? Like, our celebrities yeah. do, like, way worse. And... People, yeah, like it, there's it's on the people, news, and then that's pretty much it. Like it doesn't affect their career usually, unless it's exactly something just really go, bad. Apologize, right? go to rehab. Yeah. I mean, I will say like drunk driving is super super serious because yeah. I mean, a vehicle is a weapon. You could kill somebody. Listeners, please don't drunk drive Uber or just have people to re- to your house. I know it's hard when you're younger. I know everyone makes mistakes all the time. No shade, no judgment. It's a bad thing. It's not good. I still, yeah, you don't have. Right. I wouldn't leave my group over it. You made a mistake. Well, I'm sure he didn't have a choice. Of course. Of course. Yeah. So that's a shame because I think his voice and what he brought to the table was yeah. pretty important. We'll get into that as we review this album. But I feel bad for Abnu, the fandom. They lost yeah. a big, big member. So, And, the, and the, since the group hasn't only been around for a year, that's huge. Yeah. And you again, this group's interesting. Immediately. That's crazy. They took like two guys that were in a duo, and then they took two guys that were in one on one, which I'm familiar with because 
of the Overpass Music Festival. Mm-hmm. I think that's the group that uh, Minnow was in. And wow, is he hot. I love him. So I'm like, oh, what a one. <laughs> so this was kind of an interesting group. They kind of yeah. formed a, a super group from a couple different groups. Yeah, that's a, that's a crazy development. And that just happened, right, in June. So Yeah, just this year. This is their first comeback after that happened, I believe. Yeah. So we're kind of getting into them at an awkward time for them, and I'm sure they're fans, but it explains why the fans were so passionate about this comeback mm-hmm. and why we thought we should talk about it. Let's get into this group. So it was a mini album, six songs. The album is called Salute, and the first single and music video was called Salute. So what are your thoughts on it? So I really liked the drum line in the beginning. I think I, I, mm-hmm. drums can really set the tone for music in general, like for a song. And I thought it was a cool concept. And I really like like marching band drums. I think it takes a lot of talent to be a drummer. So I really like mm-hmm. that aspect of it. The video, I didn't kind of understand the where the fencing kind of came in with the marching band. It just seemed a little, a little odd. But I like the song. Yeah. Yeah. But it was kind of maybe weird. (laughs) Yeah. Like part of battling. It was clearly like a battle. But it was battling a machine. It wasn't even battling. They weren't even fencing a person. Yeah. It was like futuristic because it went from like this old school look and these costumes that reminded me of something like Prince William would wear. Yeah. And then it was futuristic and they're in a room of lasers. And yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I thought it was a little confusing sometimes. I get that vibe for sure. I loved the marching band. Great beginning. The look, I loved their costumes throughout this. I thought everything they wore, they looked amazing. They're really handsome, striking guys. The choreography was nice. Mm -hmm. And the song is good. It has kind of a nice anthem feel to it. You know, with the drums and kind of the chanting, I thought, okay, cool. This is a perfect single. So yeah, I liked it. I didn't think it was the strongest song in the album though. To me. Yeah, let's talk about it. What's your favorite song on the album? Mirror. That that Mirror was such a quintessential K-pop song. And I'm like, why is that not the single? It's so much stronger than Salute. I loved it. Right? Did you think the same thing? I was literally going to say, when you said that, I I was like, Mirror, because I... (laughs) Yes. I think... I do think... I get why they did Salute. They're trying to do a strong anthem, but I agree. I thought Mirror is a better song. It's better. The up-tempo. It... It's a great song. When they did like a comeback showcase, they did mirror choreography. And the choreography in the chorus is so slick and cool and sexy. It's such a good dance song. Yes. I agree with you. I would have switched them. I don't think Salute's a bad song. I Again, I sat there and was like, this is a single. This is a Mm -hmm. song bands would release as a single. But maybe those groups didn't have Mirror to choose from. Like, I I agree with you. I think Mirror is a stronger song of the whole album. That's my favorite song by far. Me too. Yeah. It's a good, it's, I mean, it's a great song. It's really a good song. I love it. I hope they do a music video for that one. I was happy to see them doing it for the comeback special. We got to see choreography. So they're promoting it. I like Salute. I love Mirror. Woojin co-wrote Mirror. Yes. I also liked Behind You. Mm -hmm. I do love a good ballad. ballad. We all know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that in the beginning, it was very stripped down, which is a piano and vocals for a Mm -hmm. few, a few bars. And it was so pretty. You could really hear their voices. Yes. It reminded me a little bit of Disney, a Disney, a ballad you would find in a Disney movie. Yeah. 
there's something about them that gives me that vibe. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to put it. Maybe a little musical theater. Maybe. Yes. Yeah. They're giving me that vibe a little bit. That's a very beautiful song. And mm-hmm. they all were showcased really nicely on it. No, it's a good song. And I, I, I bet Mirror is my favorite. I love the that same. song. I mean, Hands that's down. fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great song. Let's get to our biases. New group. You've got to pick a bias. I want to know, Charity. <laughs> I feel like you know who it is. I'm not even going to pretend like you're not going to know because I know you know. Well, let's just say, is it a rapper? <laughs> is it? Yes. Like, okay, here we go. Tell everyone who you're biased. Is. <laughs> Yeah, I knew it. I knew it was Wujin from the second that music video started. Yes. I was like, let me see. Like, these two, maybe. And then here comes Wujin. Time to rap. Time There's to Charity's. My heart. There's Charity's bias right there. I was like, okay. Exactly. As soon as, like, the two singers came on, I'm like, oh, this is cool. And then he came on. I was like, oh, my God, who are you? Done. I paused the video and immediately went to find out his name. Okay, well, that's what I did for my bias. And I think... I, this one you might be able to guess because there is something with K-pop guys that I really prefer. And this guy has it. And it, it's what drew me to him the second the camera came up and I saw these four men. That's kind okay. of hard. Okay. Okay. Let me. <laughs> Queendom, who would you guess? I, they're out there like yelling. <laughs> Woong? No. Never. Charity never gets mine, you guys. I never. What I I ne- well, you what? always go out of the alley. Like, I feel like left field. I, like, ne- I never would have picked no. Wigman for you. And like you're obsessed with him. Well, so, yeah. I don't know. So I've got, I I've have got a type real- and it's very easy. And you were like all over the place in that's the best true. way. No, that's, that is true. Wigman's definitely not like a lot of the other ones though. You're right. <laughs> like no one in my life would pick Wigman. They would never think I'd right? go for him. I'm absolutely obsessed with that guy. Yeah, you're right. I've fallen into a deep hole. <laughs> Charity's getting a lot of win-win content in her Instagram DMs these days. I, I feel it. bad for you. You're just like, oh, he's cute. <laughs> cool. All right, Emily. Okay. Anyways, I digress. The one I picked, and y'all know I always screw up names, but Dong Hyun. Okay. Okay. Love him. And I think the reason I was initially drawn to him in the music video, he had blonde hair. Mm, Yes, you do like blondes. That's it. Tall blonde hair. And he's so handsome. I was like, who is this? And then, (laughs) you know, I watched stuff from his duo before he joined the group, watched old music videos. He's definitely my bias. I dig that guy. He's pretty, he's pretty cool. So yeah, that's my bias. And I'm not sure if I have a record because it's a small group and I don't, heavily prefer any of the other three but I have a feeling if I once I get more into them I'll a wrecker will make his way through the crowd what about you yeah I didn't really pick a wrecker yeah I didn't pick a wrecker with this group I just was like this is my bias this is who I'm into but I like them I think knowing that they lost their leader and this is the first effort really soon after that Mm -hmm. makes a lot of sense there's something missing. No shade to them at all. I want to preface what I'm about to say. But what stood out to me as I listened through the entire album was there wasn't really a voice, a singer or a rapper that grabbed my ear. Not that they were bad at any of it. They were really good, but there wasn't like a unique tone or yeah, I know what you mean. 
You know, do you know what I mean? There wasn't anything that made me go, who is that? Oh my goodness. And in a lot of groups, there's something that grabs you and it doesn't have to be your bias. It doesn't even have to be, maybe you hate rap, but that rapper's voice is different or that guy's tone is different or he's so clear or he has kind of a certain, there's something that stands out. And with them, I think it's good in a way because they're very equal as performers, but there was nothing that really grabbed me. And it makes sense once you find out their leader's gone because he did grab me in previous songs and performances. It comes through. Once I found that out, I was like, oh, well, yeah, this kind of makes sense. So no shade to them. I hope it's not what I'm saying isn't coming off in a negative way because- Oh, I totally get it. I liked a lot of this stuff. I just think they're in that beginning stage of figuring out what they're going to sound like and how it's going to work. And the first comeback after a member leaves is rough. We've gone through it. It's not seamless. So there's potential here for sure. A couple songs were really, really nice. So, I mean, a good effort. And I know the fans love it and they're eating it up and really excited about it. So right there, they did a great job. Their fans are happy. I like them. Again, I think Salute, it's a strong song. It's a good single. We both would have gone mirror. That's a debate. But you hear that all the time. Like I remember with NCT, a lot of people didn't like Superhuman. They wanted Highway to Heaven. And I loved Superhuman. Me too. But I think Highway to Heaven was very catchy. It was just, it's apples and oranges. Mm -hmm. But let's let you guys listen to a clip from Salute. And you can kind of form your own opinion. It's a really good song. I do like it. Mm-hmm. I'm just really into Mirror. I agree. I think yeah. the melody in Mirror is a little catchier. Yeah, I agree. It's good. It's cool. That's Salute by AB6. Congratulations to them on this comeback. Hope for good things in the future. We hope their former leader is doing okay. Let's send him some good vibes. He made a mistake and he's paying for it. So hopefully everything ends up okay for everyone. Okay, let's move on to Charity's favorite girl group. We've talked about Mama Moo quite a bit the past couple weeks. There were some misses with music video concepts and outfits, but they had a comeback this week, a mini album. I believe it's called Travel. Mm -hmm. Charity. These are your girls, so I give you the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about the first single, the music video, Aya. I love this song. It is such a Mamamoo song, and I'm very happy that after the last... The last song I wasn't blown away by, I really liked mm-hmm. this one. I like the Middle Eastern vibe with the flute. Mm-hmm. I liked the costumes in the video. I liked that Wean kind of looked like Cleopatra. I loved what they put Hwasa in. I thought she's so beautiful. 
I didn't really like the choreography. I really liked it. Mind you, okay. I do want to say I wasn't like blown away by the album, but I think okay. it's a great album. I really like it. If you're new to Mama Moo, I do recommend some older albums. Like two of my favorite songs are Go Go Baby and Egotistic. So I would definitely check those out. But this is a really, really good song for them. And I really liked Aya. I like the whole concept. Yeah. And I'll get into my favorite songs when we talk about that. But what did you think of the video? Um, okay. <laughs> Look, I'm going to be real. I like the song. I do like the song. Uh, Let me start by saying <laughs> I <laughs> – I love the album cover art. I really liked that. And I pay attention to that stuff. I think it's very feminine without being frilly. I love dark green and leopard. That's like that aesthetic I think is so cool. Mm -hmm. And I wish they would have had that aesthetic with their first single. I think, again, I'm just going to say this. I think they struggle sometimes concept wise. Mm -hmm. I would have done this music video for Dinga not the music video that they did. You know, I didn't think that yeah. matched the song. This one worked, you know, that Middle Eastern kind of Spanish influence too, which yeah. is interesting. I didn't hate the song. I didn't hate the music video. I like the song kind of the teardrop raindrop play. So I liked the tempo change. That was really cool. The tempo change in the song. They did it almost through the chorus, the teardrop thing. It was really cool. I thought that was great. Um, I like the song and I will say I watch performances, comeback performances. And I enjoyed those a lot more. I, where you could see all of the choreography. Yeah. My criticism of the song would be there's no hard beat. There's not enough bass. We're, we're floating in the middle. So they didn't earn the dance break for me. I thought the choreography was really off. I didn't love the kind of mean mugging and throwing sand and the real hard vibe that they were giving me. Because the song, when you really listen to it, is like a mid-tempo. To me, it just didn't work. There was a disconnect. If you're going to do like hard hip-hop faces, throw dirt, all of that, I need the song to at least have bass. So it just didn't work for me. I just thought, all right, the concept's not <laughs> The choreography and the concept aren't working. <laughs> the song's not bad. Like when I listened to the album, I was fine. And then I watched the video, I was like, eh. They sell it more when they perform it. I liked the performance video more than the actual music video. That said, let's talk about the album. What were your favorite songs and what kind of stood out? I liked a few songs. I as my favorite song, but after that, I really liked Diamond because I love okay. how deep and sultry Hwasa is with her voice. I, I just love her voice so much. Oh my gosh. But I really liked Goodnight too because, mm -hmm. again, a ballad and a piano and Wean's voice is so pretty in that. Yes. So pretty. Like, oh my goodness. Yes. And then, and this one was like not my favorite song, but I did like the vibe. I felt like it was a fun song, Travel. And mm -hmm. it kind of made me feel like I was specifically, this is a very specific visual I had. Like it felt like a California beach song to me. Yep. I'm right there with you. My notes <laughs> really? for that song are very similar. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. So I actually, I think I liked the album more than you did. My least favorite song on the entire album is Aya. I think it doesn't fit with the concept of the rest mm -hmm. of the, the album. The album has all the other songs fit a very specific sound. Aya doesn't fit that sound to me. You have faint kind of Middle Eastern a little bit with Diamond, but the rest of the album has a feel and a vibe that Aya to me doesn't fit. 
So it makes sense that if you liked Aya, the rest of the album wasn't that exciting. And for me, I didn't like Aya and I thought the rest of the album was really good. I love Travel. I love that song. It reminds me very much of a Gwen Stefani song when she was a solo artist years ago called Cool. It has such a chill kind of summer Mm -hmm. Palm Springs vibe. I picture Palm Springs house and also just driving, driving in the desert. It has that vibe. It's a really pleasant song. I loved it. I think, and Good Night's a great ballad. They do good ballads. They really do. They do great ballads. Swasa, great ballads. I love when a ballad's done well. And I thought Good Night was really beautiful. I agree with you. I love Weehan's voice. Love. Like Weehan's voice, she stood out to me so much on this album in general in the I Am Music video. She has a really strong voice. I get why people like Hwasa, but to me, Weehan's a little more interesting. She's kind of she's kind of snatched me this comeback. I think she's she's interesting. So I liked those songs. Um, I liked, again, I liked this album. I actually thought it was good. I just think there's some stuff going on with their concepts mm-hmm. that to me are all over the place. You know, I talked about the Monster X Fatal Love album and from the costumes to the music video, the photo shoots, everything went together. Yeah. They're doing a little bit of this, a little bit of that, this, this, and this. And it just, it feels that way. To me, I don't, love what they're doing conceptually. So that's part of K-pop. It's not just a song or just this. It's the whole package. That's what makes it so interesting and unique, I think, is the visuals as well as the song and the concepts, you know, the whole the whole comeback special that we get to enjoy as K-pop fans. This just felt a little off. Again, I just don't understand how the album cover goes with the single and that music video. I know. I wonder who who makes these decisions. Their creative team. I'm, I, I don't know. But it's just like a bizarre... I keep... This is... You know, we've watched, watched them for a while. And I remember when you kind of turned me on to them and the songs you mentioned are great. Like, they were good. Amazing. Oh, and that too. Hwasa, That's another great one. Oh, my goodness. And Hwasa, yeah, we reviewed her album and it yeah, was really Maria. good. Yeah, this has just been a different lane. Some different choices have been made with them recently that I just think for me personally and from a critical standpoint don't work. It just it it's weird and it's kind of it's not cohesive and it's it's a little disjointed. So I just wish that they would pick a vibe and stick with it for the comeback. I see that for sure. Right. And and I don't get why Dinga isn't on the album. But they released yeah, I was it. confused by that too. I'm like, it, it, why isn't that on the? Maybe because it really doesn't fit. Yeah, like it the doesn't. sound is completely way. It does not fit any different. of it. Yeah, yeah. You could try to get away with Aya, but Dingo would not work at all. But again, like, then what are we doing? Like, do yeah. a full album then, and give us a little bit of everything. It doesn't yeah. have to be a story. It doesn't all have to have the same sound. But you can't do five songs that sound that sound in a similar vein, and then do one that's completely different. It doesn't work. Like it just feels weird and out of place. So I feel a little bit torn because I I like those other five songs. Like I do think this is a good album in a lot of ways. I'm just kind of nitpicking on what I'm seeing is like a little bit questionable in the concepts. With them naming the album Travel, I honestly thought after I listened to 
Aya, and then I listened to Travel. Like Travel made me feel like I was in California. Aya made mm-hmm. me feel like I was in the Middle East. I thought maybe they were going to go kind of take us on like a, wow. a little yeah. trip. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. Because we all can't go anywhere. And Oh, my goodness. That's that would have been the best concept. That would have been, great right? Oh, they, my goodness. They started yeah. to go there, but then the rest of the song, and I think that's probably why I was, I'm not disappointed because I like the album. There's just yeah. other albums that are my favorite over this yeah. one. But, yeah. And then I guess because I had this idea in my head and I was listening and I was like, wait, what? okay, well, I guess we're not going there. So <laughs> I think yeah. that's probably yeah. where my, like, my a little bit of disappointment comes in because I had these expectations of where it was going and it started to take me there and then it just stopped and I was like okay well now I'm confused so yeah well again see it's a confusing concept (laughs) yeah if if like a critic an outsider doesn't get it and doesn't gel with it and a big fan is saying uh wait where are we going yeah I was like oh my god this genius we're going to California in my head and then we're going to the Middle East and yeah and now we just stop okay all right well now we're just floating around with a few other songs okay Okay. I thought that would have been a cool concept but I don't know I don't know I'm a little Mm -hmm. bit I, I I will just say it's not for me I think they're so huge in Korea I mean they're huge Maybe the Korean audiences get what they're doing and we, and we just don't. And that's yeah. very much a possibility. But, you know, internationally, I wouldn't say that they're as big. Yeah. They're not Blackpink or Itzy yeah. or Twice. And yeah. it's interesting to me when you watch Korean shows, how they're like top build and the numbers they do in Korea are huge. So Mamamoo has a really massive fan base. So, you know, everything's not for me, everything I might not connect to and... I didn't connect to this. I thought, again, I actually liked the album. I I should say that. I did connect. I liked the album. I liked some of the songs. It was so different from what they normally do. But I just, with that single and then the music video and the cover art, I just feel like we're kind of all over the place. So it leaves me with an eh feeling. Yeah, I think that's kind of how I felt. I was, I had this expectation and then, and then it was like, oh, wait, okay, well, all right, now I'm confused. Yeah, yeah. Let's let the Queendom listen to a clip of Aya. You guys can form your own opinions. Let's listen to it and remember what that song sounds like. really like the vibe of this song i know it's not your favorite but i really like it (laughs) that's why this is fun agree to disagree (laughs) i have a feeling i'm gonna lose this but we'll put up a poll anyway if um if you're feeling it or not i just thought just listening to that right there i'm like oh it's all (laughs) it's it's all over the place it's all over the place (laughs) like it's 
just that part of that song is all over the place. So, all right. Queendom, it is you know. fun. I do like when we disagree sometimes because I feel oh, like for we sure. have such different tastes sometimes. And yes. it's, it's kind of fun for the queendom to uh, for sure to relate like who, to, yeah. Who you vibe with. Like, yeah. uh, I've never liked Mama Moo or I love Mama Moo. Emily's crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm just wondering your opinions. And it's no shade or hate. Like, I don't have an issue with them at all. I kind of appreciate they bring a different aesthetic and a different vibe to girl groups and especially K-pop girl groups. It's just musically and some of, especially recently, I haven't vibed with them. I, I wouldn't say I'm not a fan or I just like them. I'm, they're just not my, like, not my vibe. And the recent stuff, I guess, hasn't been my vibe. So we're going to ask, you know, if you're a Mamamoo fan or not. I'm just interested to see how much of the queendom is. Yeah, I'm curious. Yeah, it would be crazy about know. them. Yeah, because we have such an international listening base. So I'd be interested to know because, again, they're huge in Korea, but... You're the only K-pop fan I know in the States that talks about them consistently. So I'm wondering what the breakdown is. first girl group that I was like, wow. And honestly, the person that made me notice them was Wasa. Wasa in a performance. And I think it might have been the a mama stage. And I was like, mm-hmm. wow, Wasa, yeah. who are you? So, and her voice is just so sultry. Her voice is very Western to me. Yeah, I, th- I think she definitely, yeah, would be have your ears kind of go, wait a minute. Cause she sounds like a singer's like here. A very like to me. soulful voice, which I she's really an like. R&B voice. Yeah. She has like an R&B voice. That's very recording friendly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get that. Twice was my girl group. They were the girl group that I went, Oh my God, I love them so much. This is my favorite thing. And I do love them too. Especially that. Last yeah. one. They really brought me in with that one. Love twice. So yeah, we'll ask that question. I'm interested how popular Mamma Moo is because maybe they're super popular and everyone that listens to us loves them. Yeah. I don't know. We could be way off. We could be on. Let's find out. So we'll post that, but let's move on to a group that we always agree on. <laughs> super M, our favorites. Super M, Mtopia. The amazing reality show is still going on. And we're going to talk about our most recent two episodes. By the time you listen to this, there'll be a new one out. But again, our recording schedule is the worst for just the specific reality show charity. <laughs> yeah. It's like everything else we can fit in pretty well and be on topic. But Super M releases the English version of the reality show on Thursdays. And we we release our podcast on Thursdays, meaning we record it the night before, you know, get it up and running. So we, we're always a week late. But for us, these two episodes, fun as always, um, let's start with the go-karts. I just love when they do stuff like this when they're super competitive because they are so funny. And I have to say, the more that I watch this, the more that I realize that I am very similar to Taman. It cracks me you, up. You are. <laughs> yeah. I, I've been thinking the exact same thing. There's a reason why you like him so much because like you're him. He's yes. the mom of the group. He's yes. not going to do wakeboarding. He'll just ride in the boat and use the timer, but he like has to be in the shade. Yeah. He doesn't drive. Is that what you're referring to the driving? Yeah, that one. And he was like, and just how he was, he's like, he's he's like, Mark, you're doing so good. (laughs) (laughs) And he was having so much fun and he's like just enjoying himself, even though he's not the one driving. I was like, well, here I am, Taman. I God help us if we were in the same go-kart. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Oh my God. Well, it'd be fun, but like I, I'd for sure call us, uh, but we would be for sure. If that was the option, I'd be like, oh, I'll drive. Let's go. Right. 
Yeah, but Timmy was oh so, God, so cute. I love him. I really do. Oh my goodness. I, I do too. And I thought it was very telling. Like it was, it's very super M who the top three were and how competitive they were and they're good at it. You know, you have Kai and Lucas and Bacon were going oh, back and forth. Alpha um, male it, right there. The alphas and the competitive kind of good at a lot of stuff. They're, they're going to do it. I like go-karts. I've definitely driven go-karts a few times in my life. I think it's so fun. I'd be between those top three, but also Taeyong. Taeyong crashed multiple times. He just, he was wild. He just went off the course (laughs) wild and he'd have to get out of his go-kart, like drag it back on the course. It was hilarious. Obviously he didn't get hurt, but I think I'm kind of like him because every time I go on go-karts, all I do I don't know how to do the, anything else. I just floor it and drive. I never use the brake. I never take my foot off the gas. I want to win and go as fast as I can. And sometimes that causes problems. I think around turns, you probably should slow <laughs> yeah, down. Yeah, you're supposed I to. I don't. I always, I always like hydroplane. Like I, nope. I just <sighs> kind of skid off and get back on the course as fast as I can. I've never hit the brakes ever. <laughs> and when I was little, there's an infamous story. When I came in to like the, you know, you slow down and your cars are all kind of lined up at the end. And I just forgot how, how to press the brake. And the guy was yelling at me and blowing a whistle and he's like, press the brake. And I was like, and I said, I am, I was not pressing the brake. I was still pressing the gas. And I ran into this guy. I ran into everyone. That does not surprise me. I know, right? And I'm like laughing the whole time. Oh, I can like imagine this. I see it right now in my head. (laughs) I was, yeah. Me out of control? Never. I really appreciate watching Taeyong do that. And he was kind of laughing too. Like, I'm bad at this. I was like, that's me. Just out of control. I get it. But it was really fun to watch them do it. Kai was so good at it. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Kai really, really took charge. He held on to that lead for a long time. Yeah, um, he did. I was like, yes, yeah. my man. That's Kai. <laughs> He's like alpha, super masculine. He's going to get first place. And then you just have like, it's funny to watch the different personalities. Like 10, who I think is good at everything. He was very happy to be middle of the road. Like, he did great. Yeah. yeah. He was like, he was laughing. He's like, this is so fun. It was fun to kind of watch them all do that. I liked that part, but the part that I loved the most of these recent episodes, they go back to the house where they're staying for the night and it's time to play games. Oh gosh. <laughs> most of these shows, you know who gets the biggest bedroom by themselves. You're going to have to play a game for it. First of all, they looked so adorable in their like super um shirts with their pajama yeah. pants. I just thought they looked very cute, casual. But the first game they had to catch a piece of toast when it popped out of the toaster in their mouth. It seems like that would be easy, but it is hard. It is hard. And yeah, none of us waiting for it. someone to bust their face, trying to go into the toaster. That's <gasps> Me too. I was a little worried. Of course, yeah. bacon got so competitive. Bacon oh, was like, yeah. bacon goes crazy competitive, but I thought it was funny how he's like, I'm going to catch it with my foot. I'm going to do it this way. He's always trying to like figure out how to win and what he can do. So he's like the perfect personality for a reality show because Mm -hmm. he's just naturally very entertaining. So he was funny when Kai caught it like on his stomach and he was trying to roll his body (laughs) up to figure it out. I'm like, just roll your body up. You don't have to pop it. Like that's not going to (laughs) work. I just couldn't believe he couldn't make his head touch his knees. I'm like, there's no flexibility there, buddy. Like, geez. 
It was just like, it was so funny and so fun to watch. Then the next game. So for the record, none of them did it. Taman did it, but he touched it. So they, they disqualified him. They got really competitive and said, no, no, no. So the next game they have to hold a cup on the back of their hand and the other person tries to knock it off, which doesn't sound that exciting, but these are competitive guys. It's really fun to watch. It's really funny. Ten had a really good strategy. He's aggressive. Ten is so aggressive. Like, it's funny because (laughs) Ten seems so nice, but he's definitely competitive too. Yeah, he's just bodying into people. I thought it was interesting that both Bacon and Lucas have some hypermobility in their hands. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Lucas is like my hands. Wow. My hands kind of look like that. My hands hyperextend quite a bit. So I thought the same thing as Bacon. I'm like, I made for this game. But Lucas's went even more. So oh, yeah. That was interesting. I'm like, oof, look at these hypermobile idols. Flexibility. <laughs> Joint <laughs> flexibility. I can't wait for the next two episodes. Like, I think this is probably my favorite thing, watching them do these games at a fancy house on vacation. It just, it's fun. Super M, they're such great personalities on and off the stage. And you can tell their friendship has grown and grown and grown. It's fun to watch them. Yeah. It's fun to watch them. So that was great. We'll talk about the next couple episodes next week. And BTS, let's talk about our boys BTS they have a new album coming out, unless you've been hiding under a rock, you know this. We have a massive comeback, and it's already November. This is in a couple of weeks now, Charity, so mm. I don't know. I don't know if I can deal with this. I just right. feel like it's it, – I just feel like there's so much with this comeback because they're the ones that have more creative control. So I'm really kind of nervous and interested in what they do. And they announced the new single will be titled Life Goes On. And they'll perform it for the first time at the American Music Awards on November 22nd. Oh, nice. The album comes out, B comes out on November 20th. So I love how they always kind of premiere the performance, you know, like SNL with Boy With Love a couple of days after that album came out. Mm -hmm. So, and there's something that feels special to me about them doing this on the American Music Awards because three years ago was when I was introduced to BTS on the American Music Awards. So this feels like, a fun anniversary. I'm really, really excited. I had a feeling this would be the name of the single because they all kept saying life goes on in those speeches recently. Yeah. yeah. That was the whole thing. And I thought, interesting. <laughs> this feels like a theme. So life goes on. I think it's going to be about, you know, COVID and disappointments and moving forward, making the best of it. We shall see. But the concept photos have started coming out, Charity, the concept photos. And it seems like they each have a room that's kind of their personality. What are your thoughts on these? We should say four of them. Yeah. Only four have come out at the time of this recording. We have Tay, Jimin, Namjoon, and Jungkook. I think it definitely fits their personalities for sure, like Namjoon's. And it's a little more like earthy kind of colors. Yes. And modern a little yeah, sparse a lot of wood very sparse a lot he loves wood we know this if you've watched Pause, any of his v lives like- or anything he's all about the wood <laughs> it's really funny yes um, and he and- has those, like dolls the cause dolls or whatever that he always yes has, yeah figures. yeah and john cook was like this very dark and like mysterious room <gasps> i thought his was a little different than i would expect from john cook I, I will, it's darker. I it's sexier like, and darker. Yes, but 
why I think it relates to him is I see Jungkook in a whole new light after yeah. him performing in that red suit. Well, and the, let's be and the real. After, after our breakup, he decided to grow up and have a glow up. And now I have to look at it. I know. Oh, now you're in a dark room? Like, what? I know. Like a year ago, I, he was wearing pink, flying around like Peter Pan singing Euphoria. And now, and now Jungkook's like, well, this is me now. Ugh. But this is Anyways. also what he's allowed to be because this is their their concept. So yes. maybe you're maybe right. because this is what they're controlling. You know, John Cook mm-hmm. went and got tattoos during a break, so he definitely is in a little rebellious streak. So you're right. No, you're right. Yeah. This is them kind of being like, this is my vibe. Yeah. The colors, the pictures, mm-hmm. the whole thing. I think that's really interesting. When you look on their Instagram page. There's colors behind each guy. So Nam June's is orange. That's kind of like the vibe of that room. There's orange and then like, you know, an earthy beige. <laughs> and Jimin's has like the same beige and white. And then with some green, it's kind of like a color story. And Tay's is green. So that's kind of interesting too. I, I love colors and how they flow together. These colors look kind of, well, it's interesting. I was going to say earthy, yeah. but. I think Jungkook's, his haven't been released yet. I think his will be like a dark blue. I have to say Jungkook's is my favorite room because I'm like, Was it? I was just going to ask, which room do you want to spend time in? Which room did you look at and go, that's my vibe? Well, I mean, I wouldn't say that his room is my vibe, but it just seems like real like, ooh. Cool and sexy. Cool, yeah. Well, but then which room would be your vibe though? Like what's your favorite if you said your personality? My personality. Definitely, what would you be like? Wow. I would say definitely not Nam June's. <laughs> I love him, but I don't think I'm going to be decorating my house that way. Mm-hmm. Probably Jimin. Yeah. 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 yeah I can see What about that. you? I think I would actually go with Jimin's too because mm-hmm. I like the colors. Jimin's, for all of you that haven't seen, it's a white room, kind of white cream with a lot of green uh, flowers around him so it's kind of like white and green it looks very fresh clean I like that look I like Taze the only thing with Taze is it kind of like creeps me out a little bit <laughs> no it does like the violins on the wall are kind of weird I don't know there's something with his where in that picture like I, I just didn't vibe with it I always want to vibe with Tay but I was like yeah that's not my vibe I think as of now I'm gonna say Jimin's room is the one that I w- would want to be in I think Nam June's room is nice. It's very clean and modern. So I'd be okay in that one. And then Jung Cook's room, it's a dark studio with a leather couch. So it's fine, but I'm not gonna like be comfortable hanging there for a really long time. You know, if you've ever been in a studio, it gets kind of boring. So Yeah, I mean like uh, none of these are really like the yeah. Same. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Although I loved, you know, Jimin's room, I like the colors. You know, you guys all know I don't like the smell green. of flowers. So, uh, yeah, sitting in like a green. room full of flowers, but I love green exactly. Mm-hmm. So, I was going more for the the colors than I was of having that many flowers around me. Let me just be clear. Yes, <laughs> yes, I love flowers. I'm in it, but I'm I'm definitely interested to see the remaining three members what their rooms mm-hmm. look like. So this could change, but so far I think that's. That would be my pick. I'm interested to see the music video. I'm interested to see how they do all of this. It's it's really 
cool that they're at the helm of the concept and the creativity, but that can be a double-edged sword because it might not work. It might not resonate. I have a feeling it will. Just seeing these pictures, it's very, this is me. This is my vibe mm-hmm. and I'm allowed yeah. to put it out. So super exciting to be a BTS fan right now. Can't freaking wait. And that's kind of a good segue. Speaking of BTS, the Mama Mama nominations came out last week. Big award show. At the end of the year, there's a lot of kind of K-pop award shows. It's a very big deal. It's a big deal for them as performers. There's always performances that make me a fan. That was the first time I saw a tease was on one of these shows at the end of the year. And I thought, ooh, what is this? This is amazing. And they do epic performances in these award shows. It's such a big deal. Like my first award season, I was like, oh my gosh, this is exciting. Oh my goodness. (laughs) And you like don't sleep. You watch the live stream. It's a a massive deal. So it's a really big deal. There's more than one. I want to say there's like a lot. At least five. November, (laughs) December. It is nonstop. Yes. It's like around the holidays. It's these award shows. So you're not busy enough. You also have to watch all these award shows. You get to watch them. But Mama's a big one. It's very memorable to me. So the Mama nominations, Mama, I'm not sure if we're saying it right, but they came out last week. (sighs) I've got to say there were some surprises. Or some omissions, maybe? Yes. I think that's the better word because right off the bat, what stood out to me, Stray Kids got zero nominations, Charity. I can't even comprehend how that is possible. It blows my mind. Shocking. I'm shocked because it's not just that Charity and I like them and think they're good. They've done insane numbers, not just YouTube views. They've sold an insane amount of albums this year. They're so successful and they bring something different to the table. I just, my only thing besides the politics of how word shows work, because I'm sure that's at play, but I also think we've talked about how they're more popular internationally than in Korea, which again is insane. I don't understand, but I was just shocked when I saw these nominations because there's a lot of categories. I feel like every other group we've talked about is nominated, but Stray Kids so and the only thing that I can I can wrap my head around is because they are so different. Yep. And so for sure ahead of K-pop in general, like they are they're kind of like in their own lane, doing their own thing. Yep. I mean innovators. That's the best word. Innovators. innovators. And I I think Western K-pop fans yeah. eat it up. But yeah. I don't think truly Korean K-pop fans, it's in their lane. I don't think they know what to do. I with think it. you're right. I think yeah. you're right. I think the sound and the and the vibe might be so different from mm-hmm. the rest of K-pop formula that it No, I think that's right. I regardless of what it is, still, it's a total injustice. They yeah. literally in my eyes right now, album of the year, <laughs> dance performance of the year, song yeah. of the year. That's Stray Kids. So, menu. Are you kidding me? I can't believe nothing, not even nothing. A, like throw my bone. It just shocks me. That's why it's interesting to me to see these nominations because I'm like, you're going to say these are better. So we won't go through all the nominations, but I wanted to pick your brain on as of today, who, who you would pick for some of these categories. We won't go over all of the nominations, but let's go over a few just to throw around who we would pick if we had the power to granted fans can vote the vote isn't the winner isn't 100 percent fans so there's other things at play here okay charity for best male group 
would you choose EXO, GOT7, NCT, Monster X, BTS, or 17? I mean, this is a tough one because I love love most, but BTS, I mean, they are just, they are on a whole other planet, to be quite honest. No, they are. BTS is in a different world. I'm going to throw out a different one just because if I'm basing it on this year, the content that was put out, I'm going to pick NCT. Because like, if that's... Yeah. I mean, I definitely, based on this year, I would agree with you on that. Yeah. If it's just best male, like BTS is the biggest male group in the world. They're the biggest group in the world, period. So it's hard to go against them in any of these, but I'm just going to think about like, you know, if BTS doesn't win, who, who should, or who would I like to see win? And I think NCT has had a really exciting year with all of their groups, all of the releases. And then we've got this mega group at the end of the year. There's just been a lot of good content. What about female group? You have Blackpink, Twice, Red Velvet, Mamamoo, IZ1. Oh my girl. Blackpink. I, I, yeah. I think that they are just so freaking strong. And obviously, like you guys know, Mama Moo is my favorite girl group, but Blackpink, man, they're just epic. They're like, like BTS, they're on. Yeah, a they're different. Level. They're different. Yeah. Uh, they're kind I'm of getting, in their own category, I feel. Devil's Advocate again, twice. I'm picking twice because of the content they put out this year. Blackpink only gave us eight songs. I mean, true. I just loved it. Twice gave us multiple <laughs> albums, too, multiple yeah. amazing performances. You're so good at being devil's advocate, Emily. <laughs> well, I think it's who will win and who should win, you know? Yeah. And yeah. I, Blackpink will definitely win. BTS will definitely win. But if I take these groups that are so commercially successful and huge out of the equation and look at the the other ones, eh, who who should win based on this, this, and this? I'm Yeah, I'm playing devil's advocate. This is another really hard one. Best dance performance by a male group. A tease for Inception, XO for Obsession, NCT 127, Kick It, TXT, Can't You See Me, BTS Dynamite, 17 Left and Right. NCT 127, I think, easily. Yeah. Easily, I think. That one, the second close would be a tease Inception. I completely agree. And I'm going off of the choreography that's the most difficult, the coolest, the most interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, All these groups can dance. And I think BTS always brings a different level of performance to their dance. But the dynamite choreography, the easiest choreography. Yeah. Like normally I've been picking BTS in every category, but that was not my favorite dance I've ever done. It's not as complicated as some of them. Like It's good. It's it's very cool, but it's just not – yeah, choreography, dance performance. You got to give it to the, like the coolest, most interesting mm-hmm. choreography. It's so freaking good. Oh, okay, it's so good. It's like iconic. It's iconic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's see if there's anything else. There's a lot of categories, obviously. So we're not going to go through them all, but I just kind of wanted to talk about, I mean, song of the year. I feel like there's like 50 that were so many. Oh, my gosh. And same with artist of the year. So it's kind of... It's kind of crazy, again, when you look at this list and Stray Kids aren't mentioned in any of them. It's just like, whatever. Yeah. I mean, obviously, they didn't even give them the worldwide fans' choice. Right? Where you vote. Like, throw them a bone for crying out loud. I mean, new groups like Cravity, Treasure. I mean, new groups are on there and Stray Kids aren't. That's There's clearly an issue. Yes. There. 
there's a political issue going on behind the scenes is my guess. There's certain labels that got a lot more nominations. Who <laughs> have a lot more money, but you know, not here exactly. to start rumors. <laughs> We're not going to start allegations, but let's just say I love the performances of all these award shows and that's why I watch. And yeah. in general for award shows, that's why I watch. There's a misconception that awards equals success and that's not the measuring stick I use. And I don't think that's a measuring stick a lot of people use. There's something in, would you rather have a Grammy or would you rather have sold 20 million albums? And it's interesting when you look at how many massively successful, really good artists have never won a Grammy and how many artists you don't, aren't familiar with that album sold 10,000 copies and they won. So I think sometimes fans place a lot of emphasis on awards. Mm-hmm. It does. It, I don't know. I'm not trying to be negative, but I've seen Grammys at pawn shops in Las Vegas. I think at the end of the day, the best thing you can do for your artist is stream and put money in their pockets. Yeah, exactly. The awards are nice. It's always nice to be recognized by your peers, but there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes that maybe the most worthy acts don't even get nominations. So take it with a grain of salt because a group wins more awards doesn't mean anything. Let's see the longevity of their career and let's see these performances. Cause like, to me, that's what's like, wow. You know, if non K-pop fans watch this group and say, wow, it's like having somebody who hates rap, hip hop, R and B, a country fan watching Bruno Mars and being like, Oh, I like him it's the same thing to me. It's kind of, there's a bigger worldwide uh, success that you can find without awards. So I just wanted to say that stays stray kids killing it. Keep your head up. Not a big deal. I I'm sad. Cause I think this might mean they're not going to be there and not perform. So yeah, I know that's, that's disappointing because they deserve to have a freaking like victory lap after the year they've had. I know they're going to be at other award shows though. So don't, don't worry, friends. They're going to be at other award shows. We're going to see Stray Kids get nominated and all that stuff. Regardless, I cannot wait for these awards. December 6th, 6 p.m. Korean time. So get ready to have an early morning. (laughs) (laughs) Per usual, the life of K-pop fans in the Eastern time zone in the United States. I feel like we wake up early a lot. (laughs) we're not sleeping or getting up early and it's always worth it speaking of stray kids looking forward to that concert that's in a couple weeks you know we'll be watching it and reviewing it just a reminder grab your tickets let's get into some news charity do you have any other thoughts on mama any other categories you want to go through now no i'm good okay (laughs) i was like yeah i think we're done with this um but we'll be watching and Voting. You can vote. Right now, BTS is ahead for everything they're nominated for, as I would suspect. Uh, Blackpink, no shock there and well-deserved. I just can't wait for that new BTS album. I'm so excited for the BTS album. That's going to be amazing. But we've got a couple weeks left and a lot of other exciting stuff. So quickly, why don't we go over some K-pop news Congratulations to both of the groups that we reviewed last week. Twice and TXT had show wins this week. So that's always a big deal. And yeah, 
we were gushing about both those albums. We were big fans. So congratulations. Happy to see some recognition. Luna, another group we recently reviewed, they entered the Billboard 200 for the first time in their career with their most recent album, 12 O'Clock. So congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations to them. That's a, a big deal. Billboard 200 is different from like the Billboard world charts. And a lot of times K-pop acts chart there, but to get to the Billboard 200 is a different deal. So that's a big deal. I think that's kind of a marker of crossover success. Um, mm-hmm. People Especially in the West from are such feeling, a small label. Yeah, yeah. Huge success. So that's great. One of the OGs, you hear his name all the time, G-Dragon from Big Bang it's confirmed he's working on new music. We don't have the release date, but this is going to be the first time since 2017. Wow. Right? Super exciting. That's going to be a massive comeback. You know, a lot of our favorite idols, when they ask, who did you look up to growing up? That's the go-to. So I'm excited to see him and see kind of what he comes with. It's different when you're older and yeah. you're coming back after three years. That's going to be exciting. So as soon as we know the date, we'll let you guys know. But of course, we'll review that when it comes out. Okay, so this is an interesting K-pop world thing. We talked a lot about SM last week with the new girl group. There's other stuff going on in the SM world. Charity and I don't get into allegations and gossip and drama on this podcast. We're here to kind of share our knowledge and listen with a critical ear and talk about what we vibe with. And, you know, we have a lot to do on the podcast that we enjoy and we're going to stay away from gossip and rumors, but there was a lot of gossip and rumors about an SM artist last week. Some random person said they were his ex-girlfriend and he cheated on them. Okay. Like who cares? Uh, (laughs) Right. (laughs) Oh my goodness. What an awful evil person. Like, yeah, that sucks. But It's so funny to me what a scandal is in this world. Anyways, of course, the rumor took off. It was a big deal. It was all over the place. It's been proven that it was false. Like anyone with obviously, yeah. (laughs) Just read it. It's really obvious that this isn't real. And then the girl released pictures that were pictures of him that like fans were familiar with that she like (sighs) blurred out the other figure and said was her. Uh, no, we all know that that was taken at this point with this person, but okay. Okay, fan fiction. All right. <laughs> exactly. We have some creative <laughs> fan fiction going on. Which, okay. not a hater. Oh. Fan fiction is fantastic. I love yeah. that stuff. Same. But let's not create weird rumors and let's all yeah. be a little more discerning with what mm-hmm. you read. It's really shocking to me that somebody can post an Instagram saying, well, I used to date him and he cheated on me. And then this happened and everyone jumps on it and shares it and then boycotts the member and says how horrible cheating is. You guys use common sense. Just think for a second before you like believe everything you read. Maybe a little less experienced in life. Yeah. Maybe are the ones who perpetrate this. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I agree. But anyways, so SM came out this week and said they're going to vigorously go after anyone that does this from now on. They will sue you. Yes. And it's about time because a lot of the other labels, I know Big Hit has sued people. A lot of the other labels go after this type of thing, which again, at first I thought, well, that's weird. They're going to sue people for just kind of talking crap online. But in the Korean culture, 
this is the stuff that ruins people's careers. Yeah. This is the stuff that the Korean fans are outside burning albums and saying, you must remove this person from the group. It's that vital. So good. Sue every single one of these people. Yep. Yep. Thank you, SM. Please protect your artists. SM's new group, which we talked about last week, it's the one that half of the people will be virtual, half will be real people. They debut November 17th, Charity. We're going to have a debut from, I don't know how to say their name. Is it Aspa? Aspa? <laughs> Not sure. The song is going to be called Black Mamba, which is a little weird. That's an interesting title for a plethora of reasons. Uh, I just think of Kobe Bryant, to be honest. Like, that was his nickname. And he passed away this year. It, it just, like, to me, that's the quick reference. It's an interesting title. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how that... I, I'm interested. We'll, we talked about it last week. It's going to be a different thing having half virtual, half real life. Mm-hmm. You know, there is another, there's a virtual group that's out there already, but it's not mixed with real life girls. And I believe it's voiced with real girls. Exactly. They're, they're yeah, voiced yeah. with, it's, it's like a cartoon almost. It, that's, yeah, yeah, that's what it is. It's, cartoon, it's exactly. like, yeah. yeah, this is a, kind of a different deal. So this will be interesting. We'll definitely talk about that comeback. And one of the girls from that group already got to do a Hyundai commercial with Kai. Mm. Wow. Talk about like. I wish. Jeez. She didn't have to pay her dues that much. (laughs) She's doing a Hyundai commercial with Kai from XO and Super M. And hopefully soon we're going to get Kai's solo release. I've been waiting for that anxiously. Are you kidding me? I'm like, I thought I was going to get it in August. Right. <laughs> and I get why they pushed it back. The Super M comeback made sense at the time. Plus, you've got the Taman comeback. Yeah. There's a lot going why. on. Yeah. You know, there were rumors that Bacon was going to have another comeback in December. I feel in my gut that's not going to happen. We'll wait till 2021. We'll see. So we'll see. We'll see. Not that I have any inside information or anything. I just <laughs> I just feel like that's not going to happen with Bake till next year. Oh, another exciting thing with my biases. Win-win who we talked about earlier, who I just became obsessed with. I guess it was Waveision when I decided when when was my wavy bias. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened, you guys. Anyways, so there's rumors. I haven't verified this. I haven't been able to verify it. I saw all over Twitter the past few days that he's going to be doing a song with NCT 127 on the next Ooh. album, the album that comes out this month. They just released a fire album. I mean, one of the best albums of the year. So freaking good. And, you know, the second part of this NCT super group, we're going to have another album this month. And the rumors are, for the first time in years, Win Win will be back with his original group, NCT 127. I hope. I I just hope for him. I hope for the guys. I think his friendship with Jaehyun is so cute. Mm -hmm. You know, Win Win was in that group for years. And they were successful and doing well. And then he got put in a rookie group and had to sit there while his, like, other groups started touring and go, yeah. you know, going over the United States. Win Win kind of got screwed in a lot of ways with SM's decision. So I think that's another reason he's very endearing. I root for him. I see the injustice that happened. And a lot of NCT fans are the same way. And it's just, <laughs> it's heartwarming to see him with like his old members because they're clearly all good friends and close and like spending time together. So I wish that they would just keep Win Win in 127. He can still do wavy. Right? Like, let him do both. 
Yeah. Like all those other, like Mark's in a hundred groups, Taeyong's right? in a hundred groups. <laughs> like that, some guys can do it. When Win's talented, give him a shot. So we'll see. I just thought that was fun because it'll be a big deal in the NCT universe. So next week we have new releases. Lots of fun stuff to talk about, but new releases from G-Friend, Treasure, Super Junior. We're going to hear the first song off of their much anticipated comeback with all the guys. Uh, and Taman. Charity, your yes. favorite. I'm, <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah. I loved the first album from this series that he's doing. Wow, was that amazing. If y'all haven't listened to it, we reviewed it. Criminal was the first single. Phenomenal. So, so oh I'm goodness. really, I like the pictures so far. I'm really, really excited to listen and see what the second part of this is. Taman's, he is a talent. He's a talent. He and really he's is. so nice. He's so sweet and I cool. I love him so yeah. much. Yeah. Tame My is- affection for him has grown exponentially watching him in Super M. Well, so is mine. Not that I didn't like him before. Like, I always thought he was good. I, I got why you liked him. But he wasn't, like, the top of my solo artist list. And then I agree with you. All the Super M reality stuff and his album, I was like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, like, shot up to the top. Obviously, mm-hmm. I would... And Mama, I'm voting for Bacon over Taman for Best Male. It's a lot. <laughs> but it's close. <laughs> it's close. That's a whole for Bacon. That is. That's big. If I'm real, like, I liked Delight. I liked it. It was good. I loved Taman's album. Like, Yeah. But that's your own. Oh. You can't vote against your old. Oh, never. I'll be loyal to him till the day I die. I promise. <laughs> Maybe. No, yeah. <laughs> You know how I am. Um, But anyways, I digress. So there's a lot of exciting stuff for us to review next week. We'll be back here, of course, for episode 25. But before we go tonight, it's time to get to our song of the week. And I think we've both hinted at it in pre-production conversations that it was going to be a Monster X song. So we saved playing a Monster X song till right now. Maybe I... I don't know, Charity. Maybe we'll play both. Let's figure it out first. What's your song of the week? Sorry, I'm not sorry. <gasps> That's my song of the week. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Perfect. That's easy. We, we'll play one song. This is our song of the week, Monster X, A Fatal Love. We both talked about how interesting it is. Maybe some 70s Bee Gees, maybe some 70s and 80s Yacht Rock, whatever the genre It's really cool. Let's listen. I don't want to stay. I don't want to play. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. So cool. What a cool song. Just love their voices. Oh, oh right? That whole like, sorry, not sorry. I, sorry. I, I never <laughs> so cool. What a vibe. What a great song. It's so funny. I thought we'd be playing like two songs at the end. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Sometimes it hasn't happened often, but I'll have two songs kind of written out. And if Charity picks one, if we're really excited about a new release, I'll pick the other one. But tonight... 
that's the song. I think it's yeah. just fitting that that's both of our songs. It's such a nice, unique sound. And amazing. It's just different. Like it's just different. I, but, um, yeah, it's yeah. Different. And I really liked how it's still a Monster X song, but it's just a different kind of vibe. It's a different vibe, and it's a different sound. Again, they're innovators. They always kind of bring something new to the table, mm-hmm. and it still works. And what a lovely ending to the album Fatal Love. Check it out, everyone. High marks from us, and what a lovely ending for our evening. That was a a perfect. Goodbye for the New York City K-pop Queens episode 24. Thank you all so much for listening. We genuinely love you. Thank you for tuning in every week. Thank you for talking to us on Twitter and taking our quizzes and sending us DMs about your opinions or a group we should check out. Please keep that up. We really appreciate it. Again, NYC K-pop Queens on Instagram and Twitter. Give us a follow. Give us a shout. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much. We hope you're having a good week. You have a great weekend. Stay safe. Be kind. And we'll be back here next week. So can't wait to talk to you next week. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye.